red carpet to the celebrity street style hairdos and the hair don'ts. This is Get Trust With Us. Here's your host. Ladies and gentlemen. Us Weekly's beauty director, Ms. Gwen Flamberg. Hey guys, it's Gwen and you're listening to Get Trust With Us. Hey guys, maybe you don't know, but we've moved over to Spotify. Catch us there. You know who I'm not catching? Mr. Travis Cronin, who's not in the studio today, but I am joined by my favorite repeat Get Trust With Us guest. She's been on not one time, not twice, but now three times, Rory Sassoon. Hi, Rory. Hi, Gwen. Rory is the matchmaker to the stars. She is the Real Housewives of New York matchmaker and also the matchmaker to the rich and famous in New York City. No big deal. Maybe even globally. Do you have clients around the world? I have clients in this in the country. Okay. Like not, you know, international. Okay. Beverly yes. Hills. I smell. I bet I bet Beverly Hills. Maybe Palm Beach. Miami. Oh, Miami. And yes, Beverly Hills, you are right on the money. Very, very exciting. But you guys, who better to have on the week of Valentine's Day than Rory, who knows everything about sex, love, and dating, and everything that has to do with how the stars keep their relationships spicy. They definitely keep it spicy with very <laughs> extravagant gifts. I mean, seriously, what are some of the craziest celebrity Valentine's gifts you've ever heard of? So tell me you heard of, and I'm sure everyone else listening has heard of, the gift that Travis Scott did for Kylie Jenner. I mean, when they, when they were how old? Like, I think Travis was like 22 years old. Well, that was last year. Wasn't it a car? Nope. Oh, it gosh. was a love tunnel made out of roses, something probably cost him, I cannot imagine what a fortune that was. Like if you see the amount of roses, it had to be maybe close to like four or 500,000 at least. That is insane. Also just, you know, forget the flowers, which we know are crazy expensive. Anybody who has ever gotten married or done an event, or, you know, even when you want to send beautiful long stem roses, you know, they can set you back a bunch. So these were like hundreds of thousands of roses, but then think about the manpower to erect that tunnel. Oh, my God. Insane. I mean, I like that. I, I, I really think I would go for what David Beckham gave Victoria Beckham. What was that? An $8 million necklace. <laughs> I mean, diamonds? Bulgari. Wow. He does really great diamonds. So I think I'd like that over the roses, Gwen. What about you? I think I would like the diamonds, too, although I do love flowers. Like, I love to grow plants, and I love getting flowers, and— but, you know, for me, really just like a simple two dozen fabulous things would do. So yeah. what about what Kanye did for, did for Kim? Did that you hear about that? Car. Wasn't that a car? Wasn't no, it a Lamborghini? No. Or no, Kim gave Kanye a Ferrari when they were first dating. Okay. But, but for he, Valentine's Day, what did he do? He also was into the Rose thing and had Kenny G perform for them. That I like. Well, that's very sweet and sentimental. He performed one of their songs, I'm assuming. That part, I didn't really get that far. I wouldn't have pegged Kim and Kanye for Kenny G lovers, would you? I think he's so romantic. Yeah, it's like the softer side of Kim and Kanye. Totally. I like it a lot. Well, let's say you're like a real human. What is an appropriate gift to give your Valentine? And I know, you know, obviously there are like different stages of dating, right? Of course. So let's say, let's just start totally like basic and normal. A husband, what should he give his wife? Not a newlywed, like 
old school. You've been together. Like me. Married <laughs> five years plus. We're not going to age you, Rory. But, I mean, I just saw that your husband took you on a very lavish and fabulous vacation to Japan. He did. And honestly, to me, I hope everybody's listening, including Brad Pitt. Call me Brad Pitt. I'm single. I keep saying this over and over again. He hasn't called yet, but he's been very busy during award season. Right. It's going to be done. March is coming, Gwen. That's, that's right. But, you know, I'm simple. I just want, like, you know, to know that you're thinking about me and to spend, want to spend time with me. And I think the gift of an experience, like a trip, yes. is the best gift you could ever I, give. I was or just going to say that. Yeah. I said, depending on someone's budget, like people would always say, like, what do you get someone if you're just dating like a couple of months? You yeah. don't want to go crazy. You don't want to break the bank. And this is normal people. We're not talking about celebrities. So for a woman to give a, to gift her Valentine. Okay, I would think if the guy's really into golf or in, like whatever sport he's into, maybe something that relates to that. Fun. You know, you don't have to break the bank. Like I said, it could be either a football jersey. It could be, it depends on what the person's into. So like, newly dating, don't be overly romantic. Get them something that, that is thoughtful, that says that you've been listening and you know what's important to them. Right, because you're learning who they are. So right. you know if they love baseball or golf or tennis, like something that's relatable to that. Okay. And on the other end, listen. I know that flowers and chocolate are a cliche, but if you're dating someone on, th- you know, going on three dates, like you want to keep it simple from the guy to the girl, then I would keep it simple and not go crazy. Because, you know, us women, sometimes we read a lot into things. Right. You know, so he's not love bombing you with jewelry, which I would say would be a little bit of a red flag. Okay. Okay. But what if, all right, so you met on an app, you met on Tinder, you met on OkCupid, you met on Bumble, which is my favorite app. Mine too. If you had to pick the apps, I definitely love that. I like it. I'm doing something right. So you met on an app, you've been dating, let's say, three to six months. You got past that three-month mark, right, where people drop off. Yeah, you're more exclusive now. You're a little bit more exclusive. What would be an appropriate gift? Okay, so we're talking about from the man to the woman. Yes. Okay. So I also love the fact that at this point, you're also like, I always say like you're newlyweds in dating. You want to spend the time together. So a great romantic weekend. Mm. You don't have to break the bank. Cute. Right? You can do a fun weekend or like an experience, like you're saying, like a spot, something that you guys can do together, whether it's a cooking class, something that's an experience that kind of shows your personalities together. Totally, totally, totally. You could even staycate. You could get a night in a hotel in your city. For sure. And just spend quality time together. I love that. And I think that at that stage, you hopefully are really physically attracted to each other. So hopefully the hotel room will definitely come in handy. (laughs) And what about (laughs) the woman for the guy? So everyone always thinks that that's a little bit harder. And it is depending on the guy. You know, I always love something that I know a guy is going to really use all the time. Whether it's a a great pair of sunglasses You know, if he's like a clothes horse and he's into that kind of thing, even a great blazer or an outerwear jacket. Mm -hmm. Like I said, you have to go on your budget. You have to, you know, do what you feel comfortable. Okay, that's good advice. Now, let's talk about a great belt. Oh, I love who doesn't love a great belt. Right. Everybody needs a great belt. And it's something you wear often. That is so true. And it's a staple and you'll like always have it. Mm -hmm. You know, I always thought, I mean, obviously, if you're newly dating, don't go all out and get something crazy like an Hermes scarf. But something like an Hermes scarf is something, a keepsake where the person, the recipient will always remember that that moment and remember you. 
even if the relationship doesn't last. Yeah, but you know, like even talking about the Hermes scarf, like mm-hmm. that's such a it's such a great gift. I always have loved that gift. I'm sure you have too. <laughs> and you know what? It really depends on if you know the guy, not that I want to like, you know, pinpoint and say what he could afford. I'm not counting his dollars, but you're dating someone. Right. You're kind of knowing the lifestyle. Is it similar to mine? Is it better than mine? Is it worse than mine? Right. So no harm, no foul. Get the, get the gift. And if, as long, like I said, as long as you're within budget and you feel comfortable giving that gift to that person. Right. I like it. Now let's talk about, you know, it gets a little sticky. People who are very newly dating. All right. Let's say you've gone out. You had your first date the week before Valentine's Day. How, how do you manage your expectations? So the week before Valentine's Day, it's interesting because in my own service, mm-hmm. which, you know, I run Platinum Poor. It's a dating service. Right. Let's and- tell our listeners about Platinum Poor because maybe our listeners haven't had the pleasure of hearing you the first time or the second time you were on. We keep having Rory back on because her segments are some of the most popular. Turns out everybody wants love. Everybody, everybody wants to know about love, sex, and dating. Tell us about Platinum Poir. So Platinum Poir is a company that we created about seven and a half years ago. And there's such a need in this city for people who don't want to deal with an app. They want the handholding. They want the nurturing. They want, you know, to be able to speak to a person to say, hey, you know, I want to be matched up with this person. This is who I am. This is what I'm looking for. How can you help me? So my business partner is a profiler. So we're able to profile each and vet very heavily each client and make sure they are who they say they are. Right. Because Gwen, we know at the end of the day, the value system is really going to be the thing that sustains the relationship. Absolutely. Well, you know, it's like you can just take catfishing right out of the equation. Right. And the person, the picture, everything, they're accountable. It's right. a whole different, you know, ball game in that way. And also, I think, and we've talked about this before, it really just takes, it takes the guesswork out because I feel that with the apps, people have these preconceived notions that are just impossible to live up to those expectations of those notions. So mm-hmm. having somebody who actually knows who the person is, who they're going to date, it just takes all of that out. And, you know, even though somebody might be a certain age and have a certain profession, they might be totally different than one would imagine. Right. And also, you know what, Gwen, the truth is when people have skin in the game yeah. and both parties are making a financial investment, true, it's, a, it's totally different. You know, they really are looking to meet that person. Right. It's not just about hooking up. That's right. completely what we don't do. Right, right. Go to Granger for that, people. Go to Granger. Okay. Or Tinder. Well, Tinder is the female Granger, isn't it? All right. So, in your service, the week before Valentine's Day, do you tell people to wait until after Valentine's Day to go on that first date? It, you know, it really depends on the person. Okay. I feel like someone who really is self confident and feels like, you know what? I really am interested in meeting this person. You know, maybe it's not the best. It's not my suggestion that I would say, oh, you know, go on Valentine's Day. But people are busy. And you know what? Some people just don't care. They're like, you know what? It's going to be a nice night. I don't have an exclusive, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend right now. Why not? It can be fun. That's great. And then that's a great story if you hit it off. And I have a great story. Oh, tell us. So last year (laughs) we actually had someone with with this. They were supposed to go out a few weeks before Valentine's Day. And it just worked out that this woman was available when she was available and she gave him two choices. So he happened to pick Valentine's Day and he said to me, oh, shoot, 
I picked Valentine's Day. Like, what do you think? I'm like, do you really care? Like, you're this accomplished, successful, handsome. You know, Gwen, we had to stroke the ego a little bit. Of course. You know, with guys, sometimes you got to do that. And he said to me, okay, so I'm going to show up to the date with red roses. I said, great move because you're really like... You're doing it the right way. Right. And it happened to be not only did the date go well, but they're still dating today. My God, it's their year anniversary. Exactly. What are they doing? Do you know? I do know. Oh, t- <laughs> tell us. So actually, they're planning on getting engaged. No way. That's wild. Yeah. That is a great success story. So that's definitely one for the, we put it, that's one of the feathers in our cap. Oh my gosh. I hope that she's not a listener of Get Trashed With Us. I hope this doesn't blow it. <laughs> well, when are you put, putting you putting this on? It'll, it will go live the morning of Valentine's Day. So, you know, hopefully she'll listen to it the next day. Exactly. Yeah. You sent her the link the next day. I will that would be definitely so, do that. So cute. Wow. So do your clients even come to you for advice on what kind of ring to get? Yes. Wow. And I love that because it's it's also not only advice about the ring, which is always the best conversation to have because you know you, so this, that, that yeah. defines success, right? Yeah. But also, you know, we coach a lot of people. So through the dating process, when they're asking whether it's a blended family issue, whether they want to make sure they're already at a place where they have defined their exclusivity. So we know that because we always check in. You know, whenever, let's say, here you are, you're going on a date from us. I would say, Gwen, you know what? This guy on paper completely makes sense to you. The chemistry is the chemistry. That's not something I'm going to be able to tell. Right. You know, so at least you know that your time is not being wasted. And if there's any advice you need to know, if you want to know, was he really into me? Was he not? He seemed like he was. Well, there's accountability because we check in with him. And he'll be like, what do you mean? I've been on three dates with Gwen already. Didn't she tell you? Oh, how funny. And that has happened many times. Now, what do you do? We've never talked about this before. What do you do if, let's say, you set me up with Joe and Joe and I go out and I had a great time. Joe was completely turned off. Would you tell me, I call you and I say, Rory, I had such a great time. Joe is like the man of my dreams. Do you tell the clients? I do. That like, and what do you say? I have to. How brutally honest are you? I'm so brutally honest that, you know, my assistant makes a joke and she goes, we got to get raw with Rory. She's getting down right now. I love it. Sweet Jessie. She knows what she's talking about. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess it's, it's notes. It's like if you were filming a television show, right? the director is going to give notes to the actor. You need that critique so that you can improve your performance the next time around. What were some of the craziest things you've ever had to tell people? Well, tell them they had bad breath and stuff like that? So one person, which was really, really difficult to do, oh, but he really did not smell the best. Oh, how funny. Yeah. And, and she was like freaked out because he's like, here he comes like in this gorgeous like Xenia suit. And like the closer I got, the more gross I got. I got so grossed out. And I was like, what do you mean? And sometimes he was traveling on a plane. He came home that day. He was here. He was there. But you know what, Gwen? You got a shower before that date. But it's a done deal. Yeah. Because if you can't smell the person, it takes one time to be turned off. It's a big deal breaker. Well, totally. Because that isn't that like at the base of actual chemistry? The the pheromones. Yes. Come on. How are you going to be able to like get to the next step? No matter how gorgeous or how perfect. No. Successful, you flew first class home. Can you take a damn shower shower. in the airport? I don't know. They have those in those, you know, lounges. That is true. (laughs) That is true. Wow. But women don't realize also, like, men 
are nervous. They right. do actually get nervous before oh, I a bet. date. You know, it's not just I us. think men get more nervous, actually. I think men, again, with this stroking the ego, it's, you know, like the biggest fallacy ever told to humanity was that the lion was the king of the jungle. Mm-hmm. He lays under a tree and sleeps all day while Mrs. Lion goes out and does the kill. Brings home the dinner. Brings home the dinner. Listen, yeah. men are hunters, women are gatherers. True. It's just the way that it is. Oh my gosh. Okay, so let's go back to Valentine's Day. What if someone is really disappointed that their new relationship isn't asking them out for Valentine's Day? That is definitely disappointing. And it really, why would they not? If- so do you think that's a red flag and they shouldn't go on another date or do you give them a little bit of leeway because maybe it's too soon in the relationship? They're not ready to yeah. make it official or for, se- it for sure. seriousness. You know, listen, if you've been dating someone, so let's just take it this way. Let's say here you are, you're dating someone a couple of weeks. It's Valentine's Day. Maybe they're not sure how you're going to take it. Like maybe it's going to mean we're exclusive. You know, I don't really want to like take that on right now or be such, you know, make make that commitment. Right. So some guys, they get a little like freaked out. But if you really like the guy, like give him a chance. You know, it's always February 15th. You know, let's say he calls and he's making a date for the following week. Come on. You don't need to get all in your head. Right. And sometimes we do, as women, do that. Absolutely. And then there is the issue of social media. What if you're dating somebody like you're over that three-month mark? You're dating four, five months plus. Your guy doesn't want to go out on Valentine's Day, says Valentine's Day is stupid, and then you see on social media that he's out with his buddies. Well, if he if he said it was stupid, I would say, I would communicate to him if it means something to me. Right. And I would say, you know what, honey, Valentine's Day does mean something to me. I would really love to celebrate it. We don't have to go crazy. I'll make a go- us a gorgeous dinner. Why, right. why can't we do that? And if he still doesn't really want to do something, then you maybe need to rethink that you're not the priority. Right. Sad. All right, what about sexy lingerie? What if? My favorite. Oh, it's a good gift to give. Oh, it's a good I gift love to it. get. I think it is the best gift, both. Right. I mean, come on. Like, like I said, you know, when you're first dating someone, it's the honeymoon phase. Right. Like, you should want to rip the person's clothes off. Right. Just saying. And also, it just shows you kind of what your paramour wants to see you in. I love that. I told my husband, you know, he was in Paris when we were first dating and he was visiting his parents and he brought me home the best gift. I told him it's the best gift till this day, 20 years later. <laughs> he went to a very gorgeous, like Erez is a beautiful I French, love Arez, sure. you know, yeah. lingerie store. And he bought me a magnificent bra and panty. And I was like, I love that. I thought that was so sexy and so romantic. And I was like, all right, maybe the second time around is going to be the charm. Oh, how great. How long had you been dating at the time? We were dating actually like four months. Amazing. And for you guys who might not have ever listened to Rory on the podcast before, I love that I'm now relaying the story. Rory had a first marriage that ended in divorce. She met her now husband on a setup, on a blind date, right? Through my gynecologist. Wow. It's amazing. That's Every, funny. I know. Everybody loves that story. <laughs> like, they're like, you were clean. You were good to go. I was like, I guess so. He wasn't setting me up with an STD queen, right? Oh, that is hilariously <laughs> funny. I have a friend who had a crush on her gynecologist, and her mother would always say to her, can't you just write your phone number, like, on, on your thigh? <laughs> but, yeah, ladies might not have to be the gyno. But that's a great—that is a great setup. All right, cool. So what are your last words of advice— 
for anybody who might be struggling this Valentine's Day? So it's such a good question, Gwen, because so many women out there get sad and get bummed out. And I have the perfect solution for something like that. If you're not with a significant other, what about Galentine's Day? I love Galentine's Day. Me too. Yeah. It is so much fun. Like I always tell my friends, like, wait a second, wait up for me. Even though like I'm married and you know, can I, can I see you guys before or after? Because our friends make us feel so good. They should always be the people that lift us up in our life. Well, there are lots of different kinds of love, right? Of course. Romantic love is just one part of the, you know, world of love. Right. And what about also, like, let's say if you are, you, you're not with friends and people are busy, like, what about loving yourself? What about doing the thing there that you makes you so happy? I don't care if it could be something as simple as a great bubble bath for yourself, buying yourself a great new dress, you know, going, getting a massage, whatever is in your budget, whatever it is that makes you feel good, love yourself first, because you, when you love yourself, trust me, you will be the best partner and really love the person that you're with. Amazing. And what about what not to do on Valentine's Day if you're single? So definitely go, don't go trolling through the uh, X files, you know, <laughs> because that can really, and don't be drunk while you're doing it too. Oh, yes. Because then Words you just, wisdom. you don't want to go backwards in life, ladies. We always want to go forwards. And if it didn't work, it didn't work for a reason. Right. You know, be positive, put that, that positive energy out there. Believe me, happy always attracts happy. All right. Well, I think we'll end on that happy note because who doesn't want a happy note? I know I do, which is why I'm going to be with my Galentines unless Brad Pitt calls me. Call me Brad Pitt. Thanks so much for listening, you guys. Come back next week for another episode of Get Trust With Us. Don't forget to catch us on Spotify. Until next week, go to usmagazine.com slash stylish for more celebrity beauty tips and tricks and dating secrets all week long. And until next week, stay gorgeous.